good morning. Oh, good morning. Chandler, what is happening right now? You just had on dark black sunglasses, huge sunglasses, those of a celebrity. And you said, I'll explain it when we start recording. But then we started recording and now they are no longer. Okay, here they are. They're back. So, you know, (laughs) I watched Love Island and one amazing discovery of the Love Island cast is that when you have to be on camera early in the morning and you don't want to put on a face of makeup, you just pop on a pair of sunglasses. So that's what I'm doing. It might look like I am Stevie Wonder in this recording. I don't care. I'm here (laughs) for it. Um, I don't want to put on makeup for, you know, 9am. Sorry about it. I don't go into an office anymore. And, you know, I fully embrace this Mm -hmm. way of life. So I might be wearing sunglasses throughout this recording. I might get brave and take them off. Right now they're on. Sister, I think you need to learn to accept yourself without the, you know, facade that women are expected to put on every morning. Why not just accept yourself and your true human skin? Are are you wearing makeup right now? I thought you were going to say, are you high? Um, Yes, of course I'm wearing makeup. I'm on camera. I just don't want to wear makeup. I just like, I, I truly... I'm just more vain than you. You know what? That's the thing. No contest there. I actually ha- I have a little <laughs> exercise for us to run through, um, but maybe we can get into it once we've warmed up okay. a little bit, but it's basically, okay. I'll save it, but I have an exercise for us. So stay I tuned. Okay. Wow. I guess we're all going to be waiting in suspense for right. that. Um, well, speaking of television this week, I have very good news for you. What? Do you want to hear Is it? Is there a new show on? Well, it's not a new show, but it's a tried and true show with an excellent season just i mean it is incredible survivor below deck mediterranean okay is <gasps> back season seven yeah. captain <gasps> sandy they're in malta i mean here's the thing about below deck i've watched a few seasons where i don't know it just hasn't really done it for me sure and this season is excellent there's a super hot chef okay okay, who's very good yeah and honestly having watched a million blow decks i can't really handle like a a bad chef it's like too much right right right. um so there's a world-class super hot chef super hot chief stewardess super hot chief wow and there is a you know love intense (gasps) drama deep feelings happening between the two of them below deck is med is back yeah, really. Okay. Well, this is going to literally put renewed love and passion into our relationship because we love watching Below Deck <laughs> together. And frankly, it's hard because Ben doesn't want to watch any reality TV show but that, basically. So, wow. It's, yes, agreed. Kagan loves it too. It is so, so good. There's a lazy bosun. Ugh, okay. I mean, it, and then Captain Sandy is just as tan, salty, sturdy as ever. Here's what I want to know. Cannot recommend enough. Yeah. Will I be hearing, I want all the toys in the water. I want all the toys in the water. I want the slide in the water. I want all the toys in the water. Let me just tell you that Captain Sandy wants all the toys <laughs> in the water every morning. And the bosun is, let's just say the toys are having trouble getting in the water. And it is causing a stir. It is causing drama. Um, also, the next episode that's about to air, which is episode four, Captain Sandy hits <gasps> something with the boat, which is the first a, a complete first for her yeah, in her yeah. entire career so anyway I mean, this is just i love seeing that woman navigate the seas challenges you know interpersonal issues on the boat so i wow i can't wait i also it's excellent i want you to know that there are times in my life in our life where we tell each other that we want all the toys in the water 
and just out of nowhere. We'll be in the grocery store. I want to see all the toys in the water. That's our favorite go to. It sounds like a weird sex thing. No offense. It does. It does kind of now that I think about it, but <laughs> it's not. It's literally just, it's honestly, it's, it's just a way for Ben and I to signal to each other that we want all hands on deck. We want, you know, both of us to be at our best. Oh my God. I want all the toys in the water. That's okay? your version. That's your version of you're going to have to hit the ground literally from mom. Literally. <laughs> okay. I also, Chandler, have some tea for you on J-Lo. Okay? Okay. I've been waiting to tell okay. you this on the podcast. Live. This is regurgitated tea from another broadcast okay. and program, but whatever. Um, you know what? It's delicious all the same. So get ready to drink up, listeners. Chandler. What? Jeff Lewis on Watch What Happens Live said that... And if anyone doesn't know, Jeff Lewis is a um, interior designer. He was the star of Bravo's Flipping Out, which is literally the best show Bravo has ever put out, 100%. You, have you watched I Flipping haven't, Out yet? I haven't. I mean, literally, Kagan and I have watched all 11 seasons really? together. And that's Kagan is into it. It's better than Blow It's a Deck. real estate show, right? It's or truly like a renovation? Yeah, it's a renovation show, but it's the opposite of Feel Good HGTV. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lewis is just one of the funniest people on yeah. the planet. And it's just hard to even okay. explain. Um, I'm curious. I could watch. But it's all on Hulu. I highly recommend you start at the beginning. Okay. Everyone watch below. Or, oh, I'm sorry. Watch Flipping Out. But I digress. So Jeff Lewis now has a new show on Sirius XM called Jeff Lewis Live. It's on every morning. I love it. I listen to it mm-hmm. every morning. Um, so Jeff Lewis was on Watch What Happens Live. And he said that J-Lo... He heard a rumor around town in LA mm-hmm. that Ben Affleck married JLo for the money. I mean, which kind of tracks to yeah. me. Like, what has Ben Affleck done recently? No, totally. I mean, that alimony can't be cheap. Every time I see Jennifer <laughs> well, Garner, also, her house looks pretty good. Her appliances look updated. Yeah. I mean, I know she's doing her own thing. She's got her, like, you know, cooking class fail, you know, IGTV reels. But that's not paying the bills. That's not getting her new Viking stove. I'll tell you that much. I don't know how many Bank of America partnerships Jennifer <laughs> Garner is currently, you know, doing deals on. But I'm not sure it's enough to be floating that just a hydrangea-filled, gorgeous, sunny, sunned kitchen lifestyle. Right. And so, yeah, I think maybe Ben is hitting up the JLo coffers to keep things afloat. And I also think that, I mean, gosh, this is just my dark suspicions but i've always thought the same thing of orlando bloom with Katy perry i think that there is Katy perry money there's Mm -hmm. j-lo money and then there's like actor who hasn't worked in a few years money and sometimes that megastar money can look real real good when the career is on the wind wind down i think ben affleck has done more recently than orlando bloom has because i have thought the same thing about orlando bloom too in fact I thought maybe Miranda Kerr left him because he was on the downturn. Even though, let me just say. Oh, that's absolutely why Miranda Kerr left him. For sure. Let me just say, there was nobody hotter than, you know, early 2000s Orlando Bloom. Nobody. I don't care who you are. I I don't care about Brad Pitt. I don't care about Harry Styles. All I care about is early 2000s Orlando Bloom in Lord of the Rings in elizabethtown there was nobody hotter right am i right he was my like first true celebrity crush you know what i never i totally understood the appeal it for some reason it never you know sank its teeth into right. me in the ways it did into um you Young know me. the hungers of the flesh of other sure. women but 
I he definitely definitely was like a Leo DiCaprio adjacent star for a long time he's also can I just say can I go off the rails here for a moment he's one of the smaller men in Hollywood and I don't want to be you know tallest Mm. or whatever I'm a tall girl, so I always prefer... He's no Nephi. Yeah, I always preferred men who were taller than me, and that's just me, not to, you know, not to say that a Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban situation isn't hot on, in its own ways, but he was one of, you know, the, the tinier men in Hollywood, and, and I know actors are always shorter than you think they are, but I remember looking up how tall he was, like, in Google when I was, like, you know, 10 or 11, and still thinking, like, we could make it work. I knew I was going to be taller than him. I, okay, how... T- I think Orlando Bloom's like how five, tall is he? Six, maybe five seven. No. Yes, hold on. Let me no. look it up. There's not a chance. Lauren, I'm almost positive. Let me see. Orlando Bloom. Height. Height and weight. I'm gonna get this. Well, now they're giving it to me in <laughs> centimeters. Okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm totally wrong. I'm totally wrong. He's five eleven. He's five eleven. Somehow. Against all odds, he's five eleven. That came from. I swear he was like, I swear, maybe he, maybe he was still growing wow. when I was looking him up. Anyways. It's a Christmas miracle. Um, yeah. You know what? Okay. I, can I tell you a celebrity height that will shock you to your core? Yeah. Brad Pitt is 5'11". And see, there's just a wide discrepancy between what Orlando Bloom gives off and what, what Brad Pitt gives off. I think Brad Pitt has 6'1 energy Six two. on screen Six in photos yes he has that energy if you google brad pitt height you will then see him like standing next to various people you'd be like whoa this guy is like he's he's a totally fine height but he is not you know he's no need right i just also want to note that you and i are both with guys who are in the 511 six foot range right so it's not like you and i are like with brawny six four you know literally brawny paper towel men i mean definitely brawny but not necessarily correct six four definitely, definitely not six four definitely yes, brownie correct. but not six four and so i do think it is funny because i think there can be a warp sense when you're a woman of how tall you actually need a guy to be which i l- literally mm-hmm. just showed my hand in, you know as an 11 year old being like oh orlando bloom's only five eleven, but we can make it work um so it's just it's interesting you know your perception of height definitely changes Yes, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, I know I know, someone here I met recently who she met her partner on a dating website and he set his height at 6'4", yeah. even though he's 5'11". Really? Um, he set his height was 6'4", and she put her minimum height at 6'4", because she's like six feet. Yeah. Um, and anyway, they're like completely in love and meant for each other. And it's just so, it's just so funny. Yeah. No, no, we're, I don't, I think you and I, we like a healthy couple inches on our mm-hmm. own height. I think when it gets to that one inch territory, the waters get a little choppy, me, but no, we're, we're in smooth sailing also, with our current ratios. Right, it's also about physique and stature. I do not like feeling, I do not like feeling as big as my partner. You know, Ben and I might be able to share sh- shoes, but we cannot share clothing. And I do appreciate that he is right, like, you right. know, has bigger shoulders, you know, is, is more built out than I am. So anyways, are we, oh gosh. Are we gonna get in trouble for this? Oh, we are. I can, I can I just hear the negative reviews. Really? In 2022, are we still shaming right, women for not being smaller than their partners? Your internalized misogyny is showing. <laughs> okay. I don't want to, I don't want to piss get off, of you know, let's... I don't want to piss off too many. So yeah, let's please, let's. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to the safety of Captain Sandy. All I'm going to say is highly recommend Below Deck Med season seven and flipping out. Start with season one. Start at the okay. beginning. Start at Genesis. Okay. Um, I love it. Okay. 
I want to talk about something that's, you know, been in the celebrity pop culture ether that we haven't discussed you know, for the past couple of weeks. And I feel like let's just address it. Let's just talk about it. Um, it's the private jet usage and kind of the exposés that are happening. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, this is the funny thing about <laughs> about celebrities which is really that I just want them all to shut the fuck up about the environment because as much as I agree with their thoughts, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like the Leo DiCaprio, as much as I agree, as much as I'm as Greta Thunberg adjacent as you're not as Greta Thunberg as the next gal. Can we just, let's just be clear. You're not not as Greta Thunberg as the next gal. Okay. Whatever. At least, you know what? That's, I don't fly private channel. I mean, that's a principal decision I have made. I'm I'm not saying I am Because of A, a lack of funds and B, (laughs) a deep caring for the environment. Of course. Here's the thing. Celebrities consume so much. When you see Kim Kardashian's warehouse of clothing, mm-hmm. it's not just the private jets. It's the entire way they live, requiring, you know, 30 people right. to drive to their home every day to work yeah. for them, living on huge swaths right, of land right, right, right. in, you know, these crazy, these crazy homes, homes all over the world that require all this energy. It is not just the private jet. The private jet is the canary in the coal mine for a huge issue. It's frankly a little rich. Yeah. Okay pun intended for these people to be waxing poetic or getting sanctimonious about everyone conserving and you know doing right by mother nature yeah oh i completely agree and and i will say though so basically let's rewind a little bit uh an article came out break it down came out about how kylie jenner took a 17 minute uh plane ride which basically was like, I guess, drive maybe was the equivalent of driving from like the east side of LA to the west side. And, you know, there's fl- flight maps and radars and I don't know, a bunch of other words I don't understand that basically like are public data. So people would, you know, we're going through and looking up her, you know, flight records or the flight logs, I think is what they call it in the industry. So uh, there was all this backlash about the waste. And I agree, that's totally wasteful, 100% on the same page as you. What's been interesting, though, is that this TikTok came out where this person was talking about, okay, actually, Kylie Jenner is not the biggest offender. She's actually like number 17 on the list of celebrities who take their jet out the most and who are miles logged um, and who, you know, are always using it and with lots of CO2 emissions. I think that's how that works. Um, I don't know if they're, I think it's emitting CO2 or contributing to CO2 in the environment, Um, but it's been a long time since I took AP Environmental Science. Some sort of amnesia inducing incident must have occurred in your life because yes, carbon trapped in the atmosphere. I think that's the whole global warming situation. No, I know. I'm like, but but how the private jet factors into that, I think it's it's contributing. It's adding to CO2 emissions, correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, Taylor Swift is the biggest offender. And... I just think it's kind of interesting that people were not really trying to dig up her logs. That sounded gross. People were not trying to dig up her flight records. Um, and now mm-hmm. that this is coming to light, I just want to say one thing. I think that Taylor Swift is one of those people, though, who could not fly commercial. She would not be able to fly on a you know United A230 from newark to lax she would be bombarded no not only because yeah she couldn't you know handle the economy type lodgings but i don't think i don't think that she i literally if taylor swift was on your flight can you imagine the fanfare like she's too big i'm sorry she is too big to fly commercial 
I mean, Prince Harry has flown commercial. I think in economy too. A lot. Kanye I mean, West has flown he commercial. He was in the military. He's done pedestrian I will s- things. That's true. I will say though that watching the Taylor Swift documentary on Netflix and watching her step out of her private jet covered in umbrellas and bags so that paparazzi can't get a shot of her even departing from the jet and she just, you know, slides into the black SUV. I there is just something that about me that yearns for that level of uh wealth and protection. What's funny? That will never come to me. <laughs> Absolutely. What's funny about those moments is that she's typically wearing too like a legging and like a flannel dress so she looks she could almost she could honestly blend in with you know and and usually like a bad a bad shag bang that's the reason for the umbrellas okay and the huge efforts to camouflage her appearance she doesn't want to be seen in those hideous outfits i just um taylor swift one of the richest people on earth was still the the worst worst style style. to this day we weren't planning on talking about this but let's get into it i don't know what it is i think we actually we might have touched on this when we did our like folklore um recap but you know even in that long con sessions video she's truly seen in some of the most heinous things she has a very Mrs. Weasley aesthetic. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that I feel like people, it's underreported. It's, you know what I mean? It's uh, moldy looking fabrics or like you can just smell the mothballs on the fabrics. It's yeah. weird accessories. And one, and one she's wearing like one of those newsboy caps or whatever that are just, nobody looks good in those. I'm sorry, but nobody on God's green earth looks good in one of those hats. Everything she wears, it's like some sort of like Newsies, Hermione mm-hmm. Granger, Lord of the Rings fever dream. Yes. And I'm just like, please, someone get this girl a stylist. Like whoever is her stylist needs to be fired immediately. immediately. My thoughts is though, is that she's one of those celebrities that styles herself and boy does it right, show. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, I have, I guess I have like maybe a few of her red carpet looks, but I don't think she capitalizes on her looks. I'll just be honest. Okay, an- another celebrity though that I would say is when we're going back to the principles of the three words for style. Yeah. When we're going back to the principles of the three words for style, another celebrity who's also all over the place. Like if she's not doing her cozy cabin look, she is in some sort of like short tube dress right. on a red carpet. And again, it just doesn't flow. Yeah. There's no cohesion. And when there is cohesion, it's in a folksy, unattractive she, she way. She reminds me a lot of the time of someone who's been holed up in a coffee shop for weeks, days, and has maybe been living <laughs> in the same outfit. Like the flannels are too worn in. It's it's not good. You know, I've, I've definitely seen her, seen her or people who look like her at the coffee pod many times. No, it's absolutely the case. It's very adjacent to some of the... Um, let me just say outfits and looks I preferred in my yes. days as a promo poet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it totally is. It, it's that. And you know what? This was, it was kind of in style in like, you know, 2010 to 2012, I would say. Like that hipster grunge Correct. style. Very much mm-hmm. so in. Yeah. Oxfords, mm-hmm. flannels, like Oxford shoes. Yes. Yeah. Flannels. Yeah. Skinny jeans. Um, skinny jeans big sweaters that was all very in but somehow in the same way that taylor swift music has arrested development and is still stuck in like high school Mm -hmm. loser even though she's like literally one of the hottest and richest people on the planet you know like we'll we'll just try to get over that cognitive dissonance her style is the same way there's arrested development there Chandler. it really has not evolved you know with the times it's still in 2012 tumblr chic even at her 
read a movie premiere, short film premiere. It was terrible. I'm just gonna look it up really quick. It was like a few blocks from me, not to not to brag, but I'm pretty sure she was wearing some type of jumpsuit that was just bad. Oh, okay. Oh, well, here okay. it is, Mrs. Weasley, or at least I don't know. I just don't <laughs> like it. It's a purple velour jumpsuit or matching suit with some type of boot. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like it. Maybe this was like can you show the camera directorial directorial debut? Do you see what I'm saying? Mm, it's got mm. Mrs. Weasley on a weekend night. What's the material? It's purple velvet. That's what I'm saying. It's purple velvet. Okay. Yes. A hundred percent. I don't, I don't, it's like the entire reputation aesthetic with the newspaper mm-hmm. clippings and the snakes. Mm-hmm. And then we go to float folklore. I don't know who is not sounding alarm right. bells on team Taylor, but everyone who works for her should be in the unemployment Fired. line in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. You know? fired okay. okay let's turn to somebody wow. who we worship for their style gwyneth paltrow um oh my gosh the spa video this woman okay a new video has been released of her in her at-home spa which is really you know like heaven's got a lot to live up to right if you look right, at that spa right. i am reading the book proof of heaven right now but honestly i could have just watched the three minute video of her spa <laughs> and i would have seen all i needed to see you know this video i will say really is just a three minute infomercial but it's very calming it's very soothing highly recommend it her skin is glowing there's just a deep warmth to her face i actually don't own any goop jeans products for as someone who literally watches everything that you know goop puts out i don't own anything and i don't actually plan on buying any goop products anytime soon not because i don't think that they are probably totally good products i just don't want to i don't know i think that like there are things that are a little bit more tried and true in the skincare world and you know i'm also not a skincare product like aficionado if i was to buy anyone's skincare products it would be gwyneth paltrow's i will never buy hailey bieber's i will never buy kim kardashian's i will never buy ramona singers should it still be on the shelves but i will say that Gwyneth's do appeal to me, but again, I agree with you. I I think that skincare is just like it's something where we don't actually need all these creams right. and potions. They're all the same. I'll stick with SkinCeuticals and Retin-A and Sunblock. Thank you. Right, right, right. Um, so can I just say though, the best part about any Gwyneth Paltrow interview that drops is the way that she speaks. It's like she's always about to break into laugh. Do you know what I'm? T- talking about like she's always like on the verge of like a big smile or a big laugh and that is why i am so drawn to her and i could literally just have on the background you know in the background every single day as i go throughout my life just her chatting because i just love the way she speaks and talks you know what i will tell you chandler is i'm so happy you articulated this because this was at the top of my consciousness Mm -hmm. i was considering this and thinking about this but i didn't know how to articulate it Yes, there is a warmth and inviting smiles on her face at all times. Right. A warm smile with the eyes, sm- soft smile with the facial expression. Also, there's kind of like a an attitude or a tone that's like, I know this is ridiculous. totally there's a, like this yes. level of luxury is totally there's a self awareness. Yeah, it's not like she's preening or no. pouting for the camera or like overly conscious of her angles Ugh. and the way she's looking. No, it's just a confident 
warmth and self-aware kind of charm right. that is truly very alluring no it that is exactly what it is it's like she knows this is kind of embarrassing that she's got to film this video you know in her spa but she's doing it anyways <laughs> like and and that's what makes it so inviting yeah. and that's why i love that woman and i would lay down my life for hers no it's exactly her tone is not like this is the way i live mm-hmm. you know and enjoy it's kind of like I know this shit is ridiculous, right, you guys, right. but pretty cool. You know, yeah. it's very approachable, which is why I think like her luxurious lifestyle does not strike me in any way as annoying mm-hmm. as opposed to a Kylie Jenner where her tone is like your jet or mine. Very, right. very flashy, but not in a self-aware 0% way. Zero percent self-aware. Anyway. Um, can we talk about smizing for a second and our first experience with learning how to smile with our eyes or to smize? Oh, I mean, if you go to our child, if you go to our home, you will see a museum of children smizing, meaning taking photographs and looking like they have just been, you know, uh, refugees in a war (laughs) or had some sort of traumatic event happen in their lives because our dear mother was not into the look of children smiling and family Mm -hmm. photographs. (laughs) I don't know where this started. But all of our childhood photos are like very sober, somber, serious children. Okay. I know where this started and may God rest his soul, but it starts with Philip Stewart Cherish. Cherish. <laughs> okay. I don't know if his last name is Cherish yeah, or yeah. Cherish, but this man was a Orange County renowned <laughs> portrait photographer, meaning he would take a picture. We'd all go sit for a picture yeah, and then he would then paint it or apply some type of, some type of painterly sheen to it so that it looked painted. Some sort of lacquer. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, and then you would have this, you know, portrait that looked like it could have also be hanging in Versailles right. of your family. Right. And let's just say that this was all the rage, still is semi probably all the rage. I'm sure he has some sort of protege who's still running yeah. the operations. Yeah. I mean... They are beautiful photographs. I I, I I will say they are you know beautiful relics of time. So I'm not I'm not hating, um, but yes, this man was a firm believer in the smiles. Like any the idea of children smiling to him was I think not. Is it so funny too? Like the idea of going to sit for a portrait in the year like 2022. Like we would literally have to go sit and get our picture taken, and it would take a really long time. Do you remember these days? I remember going and getting our portrait taken, yes, and it, it was not just like, oh, family photographs where everyone wears jeans and white t-shirts and stands under a tree or right. on the shores of the beach. It was like this very dark, serious environment, yes. almost like Annie Leibovitz uh-huh. adjacent. He's actually been called the Annie Leibovitz of Orange County. I've heard that before. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't doubt it. I believe it. This man's work is truly phenomenal. And he had a very serious air about him. Yes. I don't know if he was European or French, yes. but he had some sort of accent. And he he definitely had the demeanor mm-hmm. and gait. You would have thought this man had shot the royal family for the past 100 years with the air with which he walked around his Orange County studio, his San Juan Capistrano, you know, shopping plaza portrait studio. Regal, that's for sure. It is. And, and so we all got a portrait when we turned 16. Um, I'll say it. I think mine's pretty hot. Oh, um, mine is not my oh, best yeah, I'll luck. Just, that's for sure. 
Yeah, that's okay. You know, that, that happens. My, mine has straight Avril Lavigne <laughs> hair. Okay. A big swipe, side swoop bang, bang. I've toned down my side swoop bang. It's still here, but in much more moderate measure. Um, but yeah, mine is really not cute. Yours and Courtney's are gorgeous. There's also, and it's really... And Ashley's. Ashley's you. is probably the best. And Nick's... And Nick's is really nice too. Yeah. And Nick looks very handsome in his. I think I, also maybe I'll redo me. mine. I think that would be lovely. Maybe, maybe Kagan, Kagan and you could sit. Oh, that's your wedding gift. I already know what I'm getting you. Um, it's literally four times what I was going to actually, it's more like 10 times what I was going to spend on you, but no problem. I actually didn't um, know you were planning I on getting have... me a wedding gift. Uh, but knowing that that's the case, I mean, wow, don't I'm very I excited. To? I mean, our wedding is, is no gift, gift. So I kind of just assume no one will, but never mind. Scratch it off my list. No problem. But no, honestly, no you really should. And I do want a Cartier bracelet. Um, so that would be amazing. Oh, okay. <laughs> and not only is her wedding no gifts, but she's also got a registry in her head. <laughs> yeah. Um, 5K <gasps> minimum purchase. Anyway. Um, wow. Anyway, we digress. Anyways. Okay, but moving on from the esteemed Philip Stewart Cheris Chandler, I want to chat with you about another San Juan Capistrano story. So everyone, San Juan Capistrano is wow. the home of the Swallows. It is a historic town in Orange County. Mm -hmm. I want to chat with you about a San Juan Capistrano tale. Okay. This is a tale that I've told you before, and I probably told on this podcast before, but I want to retell it because I recently shared a reel um, of, you know, featuring photos uh, of me in, you know, when I think when I was 19 and I started a fashion blog, this was actually 2009. I incorrectly said it was 2012. This was 2009, a long time ago. Um, sure. But thank you for the redaction. Uh, so I guess it's just a, a moment in my defense because it was 13 years ago. Um, but anyway, Chandler, Chandler, did you see this reel? Oh, uh, yes. I think I popped on Instagram to look at, to post the teasers and I did see what you'd posted. Did you see the end, which is the collage featuring my, featuring my photos as an early fashion blogger or did you bounce out before I'm going to be honest. I, I bounced out. I bounced out. Okay. So you don't know what I'm talking about. Great. Well, people have said well, that this I know, is, I, are you I took some of these photos, Lauren. Are you kidding me? You act like I don't know what these photos are. No, no. I was boots on the ground. Okay. That's thank you. You're actually leading me to exactly where I wanted to be because sometimes I wouldn't have when I was getting my fashion blogger photos taken, sometimes I wouldn't have a photographer with me. I wouldn't have my poor little sister who was probably, you know, giving $5 to come with me for an hour and take my photo. No, photograph. there was no payment. It was, it was literally just so I could spend time with you. Oh, no payment was paid. That's sweet. Um, well, anyway, I guess, yeah. you know, my time is really valuable. So you definitely received, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely received a return. Okay. Let's be honest. Let's be, let's call Hi. it like it is. But, um, so I remember there was this one time when I was in San Juan Capistrano and I was, um, needed some, needed some photos for my fashion vlog. You know, I came in mm -hmm. some hideous outfit. I probably from the J crew mission viejo sale rack. And anyway, um, so I approached this older couple and I said, will you take yeah. my photograph? And they were like, yeah, sure. And so the man takes my, I think I had a DSLR, takes my DSLR from me. Oh my gosh. I proceed to walk to a bench, <laughs> sit down <laughs> on it. I'm glad we have video for this. Sit down on it. And I go, <laughs> 
so that he can take a photo of me looking like I'm having the time of my life on a San Juan Monday afternoon. <laughs> Just laughing my head off. You, I remember when this happened. Yeah. And I think you knew after the fact, you knew what you'd done. But to be honest, I should have had you committed in that moment. You should have been taken 5150. It is completely beyond reason to do something like that Let in me front just of say, a complete stranger. This was, it, it rivals yeah go ahead this was 2009 peak taza days okay when all the bloggers the most you know the most uh i guess the best yeah. bloggers had a very bright happy vibe okay so it was a fake yeah. until you make it do or die situation <laughs> i had nothing to laugh about so i had to put on a show okay for the people um to bring them some positive energy and yes it is just so mortifying looking back i had a completely zero shame just once i was done once i was done fake laughing with back to stone faced oh thank you oh oh yeah this will do this is good oh actually can you take one more um do you have that photo you know i don't think i do unfortunately i wish i only have a select few photos from those days which are if you had watched the reel at the end of that reel which people are saying is the best reel we've ever created why don't you please just watch it really quick just watch it really quick Okay, there we go. Do you see this? Not only did I have to take these photos, you know, at the time and be a part of this journey at the time, now I have to relive it in the same way. I just feel like wow. people want your thoughts on that girl with the freckles, which was, uh, you know, and I'll be honest, I think this I'm, was actually- My thoughts? Mortified. <laughs> my thoughts? Mortified. <laughs> Could literally be bankrolling all of our lives if I kept up right. It's quite the claim. I took the teacup pictures. I literally took the teacup pictures. The Chanel. <laughs> Sprinkles. <laughs> How good is that? That's hilarious. It's really good. It's, it's, it's even worse than I remember. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The, oh my gosh. I remember all those fake Chanel the bags. The fake Chanel. I don't know what I was thinking. Like trying to pass them off as like real Chanel's. Really, really deluded. I mean, they were flimsy as... The, yeah um and also i'm sure they couldn't have been more than a hundred dollars right no they were like three hundred dollars bought from china You're online it took like f- six weeks to have them you know shipped by boat wow okay so this, this is what i remember of those teacup pictures so i remember it was like a saturday morning and okay you know, let me just set the just scene like... chandler is okay. Chandler's talking about the photos of me yes from this reel you can go look at it um when i was doing my fashion blog and i was creating some lifestyle so, photos in my bedroom living in my parents house at 19. <laughs> so basically i was proud i was i guess i was if, if you were 19 then that means that i was uh what's 19 minus 5. 14. 14. i was 14. i i that meant that i probably i was not probably you know i didn't probably i did i probably didn't have a lot of plans so i was probably on my you know third bowl of cereal for saturday morning and was probably watching disney channel okay and you know i'm sure you you came down the stairs and were like we can take some photos with me. <laughs> upon entering the bedroom that you know was just across the jack and jill bathroom i see that the scene has been completely transformed into a cottage core fairy core <laughs> wasteland where the sheets are perfectly ruffled, like, you know, there's been a night of lovemaking, <laughs> although it's only a, a twin bed. 
You've taken some of mom's china from downstairs to set the scene. Oh, oh, yeah. We didn't drink coffee growing up. We didn't even drink tea. So there was probably orange juice or something in there. <laughs> probably just water. It was empty probably. Oh Literally. my gosh. It was so fake. It's so Oh, and fake. then don't forget the toast with jam. And then I'm reading from oh, yeah. a book. I, I'm, I assure you, I had never actually read from I'm, well, and some also, like vintage book. Interesting. Yes, some vintage like Somerset Mon. Yes. Um, you you also probably at the time weren't eating toast. You were probably doing oh, yeah. you know, raw was, or juice. On a raw food diet for sure. You for sure were on the raw food diet. So you know we did the best with what we with what we had. We did what we could with what we had, and you know that's the energy of those photos. <sighs> Honestly, I'm sure I could actually resurrect some posts from thatgirlwiththefreckles.blogspot.com <sighs> or Cupcakes and Diamonds, my earliest my earliest work. Um, but that was another fashion blog I started probably around 2007 in high school. Again, though, yeah. think about this. Consider it. If I had really kept it up, okay, I would have absolutely, like, you would all be my employees. Like, how does that feel? Knowing like the fate you escaped no, by my own laziness, missed opportunity, <laughs> because now I have to work for a, a major corporation, you know. Oh my gosh! And every day I have to wake up, yeah, and and do that. It would so be really hard. I really wish my golden handcuffs were with you. Courtney would just be just really working hard to get out of my shadow, but it would just be an uphill totally. battle. That's for sure. Um, I mean, it would never happen. Yeah. No, wow. never. Okay. Um. Anyway, we digress. Yes. Okay, Chandler. Kim Kardashian, recent alert interview where she states that she has had no filler in her, in her under eyes or cheeks. Initial thoughts, response. I don't buy it. Mm. I don't buy it, I guess. Mm. The, I mean, it is interesting that she says I've had no filler in my cheeks or under eyes is that are those the only places you get filler no people get filler get all over people, people get it in their jawline so maybe she's had chin. it literally yeah maybe she's had it literally everywhere else here is my thought you guys okay you need to everyone needs to think like an attorney right now which is that you need to not you need to listen to what she's saying okay what she's saying is she's never had filler there that doesn't mean it's in a right that whatever is happening there is completely natural absolutely not it just means she's had fat transfer it's like when she said that she never had but that she, her butt had no implants yeah it didn't it had injections like everyone needs to please put on your thinking cap right and listen to what right. she's saying and realize that she's not i don't think she's lying i think that she just had has had different procedures done and again i don't think she, and she said she's never had filler in her lips either again of course, those aren't the lips that fat she was born with. I don't think she's had fat transfer in her lips. I think that she has that most likely thing? had a lip lift. Okay. Most mm -hmm. likely a extremely, extremely well done lip lift, which is very hard because I think that a lot of times they do not look good. Um, yeah. But I think she's had a extremely well done lip lift and then she has had a, um, and I think she's, there's also other like plasma platelet rich plasma like i think you can do like a prp thing to your lips and oh my gosh. it's like your own tissue or something that makes them bigger there's lots of stuff you can do to your lips that, that is not filler so everyone you guys i think honestly filler on when it comes to like from cap yeah like put on your lsat cap and really dissect the language right. to discern the truth okay when kim kardashian comes out with a new claim about her beauty and procedures 
take a note from Elle Woods, okay, and just scrutinize it. Yeah. She's not saying that she's completely natural. She's just had other stuff done. I also think that filler, it's like the poor man's version of fat transfer and other procedures. Like there's just more advanced stuff you can do for a lot of that those areas. So Yeah, for more money. I would love to do a little fat transfer to my under eyes at some point. Why? I don't even feel like you have dark shadows. I don't like I do. No, I feel like I feel like I have a little hollow hollowing under my left eye, but I will never get I did filler there once when I was 25. It looked amazing, but I will never do it mm-hmm. again because of the risk involved. And I, uh, what's the risk? Like there's like a, I mean, it's extremely minute, extremely small. People get this down all the time, but there is a risk of going blind of like the filler going into an artery oh, and wow. blocking off the blood supply <gasps> to one of your eyes. And it's like a horrifically yeah. disfiguring thing when it happens and obviously disabling right. thing you know it's not like it always happens like if you catch it in time they can use something called hyaluronidase which dissolves the hyaluronic acid and reverses yeah. it but it's it's not a guarantee that that'll work a lot of practitioners don't even have that it's very irresponsibly done in a lot of cases and so filler honestly wow. scares me and filler never leaves your face it just migrates that's why a lot of people get get a, a very thick upper lip because the filler from their lip has migrated mm-hmm. to their upper lip which mm-hmm. is why it can start to look like a little yeah. like a duck um yeah and yeah, I I think the world of filler well, is honestly you know, scarier than not. But go ahead. For anyone curious, I've also never gotten filler in my face and under my eyes or yeah, anywhere else. So I just want to set the record straight. Yeah. Um let's just be clear here. I had a tiny bit of filler when I was 25, nothing since. And I think that is just so risky. But you know what? But we're going to talk more about this when we have uh Sarah Moran from uh I can't remember that. But we're going to talk more about this when we have Sarah Moran and Claire on um, next or uh, this Friday on the pod. It's not coming out this Friday, but we're recording this week and it's going to come out soon thereafter. All about all things skincare yes. and Botox and filler and everything. Love it. Very excited about that. Um, Chandler, another thing that I'm curious for your thoughts on. Have you watched Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, actually, this Not is... The, well, I, I watched a little bit of the other one, of like the first one. This is actually another interesting thing, which is, okay, in the alert... I'm going to go back to Kim Kardashian. In the alert interview, she said that she always wants to look appropriate and that nothing is worse than looking overdone and inappropriate for your age. Mm-hmm. And my question is, mm-hmm. okay, when... So when is she going to get to the point where she's like, okay, I'm okay with having a wrinkle? That's my question, right? Because to look appropriate, you really have to start accepting changes. And I feel like Kim Mm -hmm. Kardashian is pretty, she looks amazing, but she is pretty frozen. So she has a very done look. Just a note on being appropriate. Like, does that mean she's always going to have the biggest possible ass and, you know, boobs? Is that appropriate? I I think this was all, I don't know. This was all face adjacent conversation but i just thought i've I've always thought that with her like when does it stop because uh, yeah yeah right i guess chris looks great and chris doesn't have any wrinkles i will say no chris for sure has chris for sure has wrinkles really i guess you can't really see it in like their lighting Um, chris looks like she's aged yeah but she's had doesn't look super a lot done um yeah let's okay i mean they all have real housewives ultimate girls trip it's honestly it's like a cautionary tale for getting a ton of work done like it is really yeah like most of them look kind of scary 
It's a cautionary filler tale. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. curious as to other people's thoughts on that. You know, it's a dark thing to say. It's a dark thing to talk about. But man, oh man, like it is instructive that, I don't know, the perpetual chasing of youth can have a shadow side. Absolutely. I haven't watched it, but I'm now curious. I Yeah, you know, it's funny. I This is a little bit of a left turn, but I feel like I haven't been scrutinizing my face as much because I have been off Instagram. Mm. Oh yeah, let's talk and, about that. Yeah, it's been a it's been a little bit of a journey. Um I took off like or I I spent like 3 weeks not having it at all, all just to do a little like detox. And then I got back on and I just noticed like some pretty immediate return of, you know, feeling fatigued from my phone, feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm just constantly like, you know, spending all my time in someone else's world basically and and I kind of got rid of it again and I I've I don't really go on Instagram anymore and I've been like really trying to figure out what my relationship to it is Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just it's interesting I I have some stuff I want to post and I'm obviously I'm not gonna like not be on Instagram forever like you know never come back but I just really, really, really want to dial back my usage, like in a significant way, like to the point where I, when I post, it's like I post and then I leave and, and then like, you know, I'll come back on, I'll post something else that I like wanted to share. But yeah, I just, there's something about regaining your thoughts. Like, I just feel like I actually am thinking more. Is mm-hmm. that, I know that's probably sounds annoying to say, but like, I don't feel like the minute that like my head is empty or like I'm not literally in a meeting or like working on something that I have like this other thing that I turn to, which is just Instagram where I am just literally constantly filling my brain with like sensory overload. Right. And I just feel like I am reflective more and I just, I wake up and I like have my thoughts first thing in the morning versus having like all this other, I don't know, like input. Is that so weird? Maybe this is also not articulated well. No, but. I think it's not weird at all. I think that everyone knows that that's exactly, you know, what Instagram does. Is it in social media, TikTok, all that stuff. It's like for the cost of not having even a moment of boredom in your life mm-hmm. is your time spent reflecting and really in a major way, your mental health. And I think that's yeah. just a reality. And it's definitely and, something that I feel like you're, you're, I know you're, what you're saying makes total sense. And I remember like how much more reflective of a person I used to be before social media. And I, yearn, I truly do yearn yeah. for those days. Clearly not enough to yeah. fully get off of it, but yeah. I mean, it's so hard. Like I have cute pictures I want to post and, you know, I'll just be like real and honest. I took a break from it because I think it was making me sad. Yeah. Um, you know, I just think you all, you just go through phases where you're feeling better about yourself, worse about yourself, whatever, you know, feelings du jour that can happen. And and I was kind of like, I just don't need the comparison hamster wheel right now. I yeah. just could like take a break from that. And it's just, it's been really nice. And I'm, you know, I, I feel like my brain is healed in a way. And I'm, so I'm just so nervous about like getting back on the hamster wheel we're all participating in it and it just can be a thing that's really hard. I will say that sometimes it can send me into a negative self-esteem spiral. Yeah. The problem is, is I yeah. know that I also contribute to it. Like I know I post my thirst traps. I know I, you know, yeah. I also contribute to it by, you know, being part of the problem on some level. And it's like, right. I right. think it's kind of a perpetual well, it- thing that it's hard to really manage, you know, like living your best life, wanting to get those cute pics, wanting to yeah. maximize your and youth I also, I, and enjoy right, your youth right. and capture I mean, it. 
and but also yeah. not be majorly contributing to the problem so i also just want to say that a lot of the times like you're not just posting it so that you can share your you know hot, super hot picture you're like your your best look with like the world it's more like i just want to have this curated journal exactly you know of like my favorite memories and moments um i would say that's like first and foremost so it's almost like this competition with myself to to have like to have my life just look like it's like always amazing and has always been amazing and you know i just think it's so important to just be able to recognize that it's a hamster wheel Mm -hmm. and you know slow down get off of it when you need to for however long you need to because you know it's like even just with our podcast it's not really realistic for us to just like not be on social media like we need to be like growing and promoting and you know just like making this get better and better um but i just it's all about the recognition and being comfortable with taking those breaks and also it's it's really great that you know lauren is able to like take the reins when i really just say to her like you know i don't want to be on instagram right now well i i have help in my journey so i'm you know i'm not always the one posting um you know especially with reels and stuff like that and i think you know it would be you know we both hope to get to a place where the pop apologists can be doing well enough where we have someone who's posting all that promotional content all that content that's going to help us get growth and new listeners but where we can take long long breaks from it if necessary um also right just want to espouse the virtues of a finsta too like i think that we all are required to follow a lot of different people due to you know social obligations who maybe post mm-hmm. content that isn't great for our mental health and it's really great to have a finsta where it's just like the 10 or 14 people who just post funny joyful content that's actually like yeah all good things nourishing things things that make you feel more confident, things that actually enrich your life. So I think that that's also something to know. Yep. Agreed. Love it. All right, you guys, we've kind of covered a slew of topics today. So hopefully this episode, you know, didn't bore you completely, but we love you guys and uh, we'll be back next week and this Friday on Patreon. Yes, we'll be back with part four of the Royals deep dive on Friday on patreon we are back to once a week basically on patreon these days so lots happening over there you can click the link in our show notes to join and then big big news this month we are back doing another giveaway 500 shopping spree to enter you can enter two ways this month the first is to post to your instagram stories share your favorite episode of pop apologists and include a link one of the stickers on instagram a link sticker so someone can tap and click the link and easily listen. And then the second is to, and you can do that as many times as you want. So, you know, you can share every episode this month. You can share an episode once a week if you want and get four entries. The other way to enter is writing us a review on iTunes. So write us a review and before you hit the button that you're done to post the review, screenshot it for us because it takes like 48 hours for itunes to post those reviews so screenshot us and dm us the review and those are the two ways you can enter the 500 shopping spree giveaway and of course we just ask that your review is true and your social media recommendation is true and genuine not just a way of entering the giveaway and that said please don't you know say that this is part of a giveaway to invalidate the veracity of your review and your social media shout out okay and Anyway, moment of thirst over. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. We'll catch you on Friday on Patreon and love you guys. Bye.
That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Bye.